0: Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Alberts, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Half
1: Hour! Hello, and welcome to Half Hour, a theater entertainment podcast through Two Worlds Entertainment. I'm Richie.
0: And I'm Jeff.
1: And we're here today to bring you a special podcast edition all about the Tony Awards. This whole episode will be about the Tony Awards that aired on Sunday, September 26th. 2021, both on Paramount Plus and CBS. They were two parts this year. We'll go into a little bit more a little later about how that happened, why that happened, what we thought about that. But we're just letting you all know that this will contain spoilers on the Tony Awards that happened on September 26th. So if you want to go check that out on Paramount Plus or CBS, you can before you listen listening ahead.
0: Mm-hmm. But you
1: have been warned. So the spoilers... Are coming, <laughs> and we are here at the seventy fourth annual Tony Awards. Wow, crazy to say that! Next Tony Awards will be the seventy fifth annual. Um, a legendary awards category. We all know that. Um, you know, most of you know the Tony Awards are uh, an award category for Broadway live performance. And all that goes in from behind the scenes to on stage, everything having to do, it's the highest American award given to live theater performances, specifically for the New York Broadway theater stage. Mm -hmm. Um, It's equivalent to the Emmys and the Grammys and the Oscars, but for live theater. So when we talk about EGOT status, which only a few people in American history have had or have um, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony, the T of EGOT is Tony. So (laughs) here we are at the Tony Awards. And wow, what a... A lot. There's a lot going on. I feel like yes. the Broadway is starting to reopen and this was an opportunity to say, hey, let's do it now. Mm-hmm. Um, many of you may not realize we, don't, we that the Tonys were pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. Usually they're in June. Um, and this year they were not this past. They were not two Junes ago, and they were not this past June. They were now eighteen months delayed. Um, and this, you may not have seen a ton of shows. There was mainly for musicals, anyways: Moulin Rouge, Tina, and Jack a Little Pill as the main shows. There were other shows getting ready to open, maybe just starting previews, but. The, it, you had to have opened your show, so that's why there weren't a ton of new shows yet in March when the pandemic hit. I think next Tony Award season, there'll be a lot more now with new things coming this season and being eligible. So we're dealing with a smaller pool of plays and musicals here to work with, um, but still just as equally talented people across the board. Um, what did you think overall, Jeff, in terms of just a general awards uh, situation, just in general? What, did, what were your thoughts on on last night?
0: Um. I thought that this – it's a little interesting for me because this is what? The fall 2019, spring 2020 season mm-hmm. technically, Which is right? really
1: fall 2019 and winter 2020. It didn't really get to the spring of 2020. Right. When
0: do they have to open? By? Is usually it, by usually, late April. Right, right. We're so for now. me, it's like I'm thinking back to these shows now because you and I, we always do this thing where we take a Tony ballot and we – vote to see who can get more things right. And I always vote based on what I think the Tony voters are going to pick. And you always kind of base on a little bit of both. Yeah. But I was thinking back to this Tony palette and I'm like, this is really hard because these shows we saw so long ago. Mm -hmm. And I was like trying to think back to that time where I was like, Oh man, Moulin Rouge we saw in like the summer of 2019 and that feels like ages ago. So like watching this, award ceremony I I just was sitting there and I was like it's feeling a little bit of lackluster and you know everyone's super happy and excited but like we're still on masks and the Broadway is like back but is it back and we're we're teetering on this whole theme throughout this whole awards show and I'm like I'm just a little confused. I wasn't, like, blown away by the Tonys. Usually I'm super excited to watch it. And not having the performance is during the tele, uh, the Paramount Plus section and then having it televised after. But they weren't even really calling it the Tonys. They were calling it the Tonys Presents Broadway Back. And I was just, like, I it was just, like, okay for me, the whole, <laughs> the, the whole ceremony. And I think there were some emotional moments. But then there was also just, like, some awkward moments in the whole series, uh, the whole award show. So I don't know if – you were really feeling that as well. But it was I'm, just like
1: I'm. I'm torn on the split. I, I understand the world is moving to streaming, and I understand that there are so many streaming platforms available now. However, Paramount Plus is probably the newest one, right? Um, and for you to take a major, you know, we, we didn't split the Oscars up, we right. didn't split the Emmys up, and we didn't split the Grammys up. Right. So I don't understand why we would split this up and try to. I don't know if it was a matter of. Oh, less airtime on cable television, or more people will watch here than the other. I don't know what the stats are going to show on that. To me, it's one award ceremony, right? Technically speaking, the award ceremony was on Paramount Plus. And technically speaking, the final three awards were given with a series of performances on CBS. And something it like, was. If, it, well, what I was going to say is, if they're if they're more important, if it, if it was more important for them to showcase the shows and the performances and put that on mainstream television, then it was clear that that was more important than the actual literal awards and the speeches and the and the presentation of awards.
0: Well, okay, here's something for you though, because the Grammys don't. Do every award right. on televised, right. and the Oscars don't televise every award. I don't think either. And but they give a lot of awards, and it is a four-hour
1: spectrum, not a two-hour spectrum like CBS just aired a two-hour spectrum.
0: Last yes. Week. So I'm curious though, is like, is the are the Tonys the Tonys? I always really appreciated because they did every single thing live,
1: almost most of the time. Right. Sometimes during commercial breaks, depending on the award. Oh. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. But I was like, uh, most, okay, but most, yeah. and you get up there and you get to see the acceptance speech, and it's really great, and I always find that the Tony acceptance speeches usually are the most motivating for me mm-hmm. to watch. So now, you and I know to go watch it on Paramount+, Plus and it's great, and I really did like how you saw all of the awards first and it was in like a whole breakdown. Uh, I just wish it was part of the televised series. But there are so many people out there that are not going to go see these award uh, awards happening now because they either don't have Paramount Plus or they can't figure out how to use the Paramount Plus service. So I'm thinking about all of these other people in this country and around the world that are just not going to watch it, mm-hmm. where some of the most motivating things come from those awards.
1: And I understand that too. And I think what's frustrating <clears throat> is as a child watching this every year, being motivated to work in this industry, to create our business, to work as hard as we do, to achieve this Broadway level one day, and that's the goal, right? And to know that I was watching that every year. And to be a child maybe who's somewhere in the Midwest or someone out down in the South or somewhere on in the West or wherever you are in America. And you just want – you'd maybe just have cable television. And it's on CBS, Channel 2, which every cable station should get, right? And that was your opportunity to see some award speeches. And now instead we just saw a few performances, a couple big awards, and that was just about it leads me to believe, like, where's that drive for, like, will CBS, CBS put this back to a four-hour platform next year when there's more shows and more things? Was it just a one-year thing? Is this how it permanently is going to go? And then another thing I'll say, to me, it really matters the streaming platform. I understand CBS has partnered with um, Paramount+, so I understand that. What I don't understand is... People, Paramount Plus just came out six months ago. You're Mm -hmm. not giving people a lot of time to get it. Now, Netflix has been out for 10, 15 years, whatever. So maybe there's a much higher chance that every, a lot of people have Netflix or another streaming platform that everyone has or Hulu, right? Stream it next day on Hulu. To choose Paramount Plus, I understand it's the partnership with CVS and that's their, their partnership, but you're really limiting your audience for this two-hour segment. And yes, can they go on YouTube the next day maybe and find the speeches? But now you're making your audience dig and dig and dig to see these speeches. I don't know. I just think it's about the... It's an award ceremony. It's not a concert. It's an award ceremony. I don't understand why this wouldn't be about the awards. Yes, scatter in the performances and the the comedy and all that. But it's an award ceremony. And I was so... Like we said, we get so motivated watching the awards. So we're glad we did. I just hope a lot of the world didn't miss out on that part of it.
0: So like... Also, I found throughout this award ceremony like there was this whole theme about Broadway's back but also like Broadway needs change. And we've been talking about this a couple of times on our podcast before and it's I'm still a little I'm not that I'm confused, but I'm still a little bit like trying to figure out what what does what does everyone mean by we need change in Broadway and Broadway is back. You know, uh, because from what I see in this whole ceremony is I see theatrical concerts really taking a shine throughout this this whole experience. They really weren't highlighting the plays at all throughout the whole ceremony. It was really music-focused. And we spent a lot of time going back to old Broadway, seeing performances from Wicked, seeing performances from Rent, seeing performances from Ragtime. We're going back and... I'm, I'm 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 sitting here wondering what is it, what is the future of Broadway? Because right now it seems like Broadway wants to still go back to 1999. I think that they were
1: going back to some of those songs for the emotional heart of the lyric and vocal and the emotion of a song like Wheels of a Dream and how we're dealing with that today and the emotion of For Good and all the death that we've gone through and how someone's life can sh- touch someone. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think that it is very important <clears throat> to hear those things. As Kenny Leon said in one of his, in the acceptance speech for for the soldiers play, he said, there's, we're not dissing anybody who's currently at the table, but the table is getting bigger. And I think that makes a really, really great point. How do we make the table bigger, more inclusive for all types of people and represent many stories? We have to remember Broadway is stories. Broadway, yes, can be concert style at times. It can be serious plays. It can be big spectacle musicals. But Broadway has stories. yeah And we have to tell these stories. Why do I think Jack of Little Pills works so well? Because it's an original story blending in this music. I think we have to get a little bit better at realizing that these stories need to be told. Um, the person who won The the Inheritance, Matthew Lopez. I mean, one of the first people, Latinx people, uh, to accept that award as a playwright. I mean, and... It's just a we're breaking ground, we're breaking ground. Broadway is still has a far way to go with a lot of representation. But it's, I think, when you to answer your question, what do we have to do? We just need to put more funding and more activism behind the actual stories. Of course, the representation on stage is important. Of course. The people coming to see the show is important, but I think we really need to put a lot of focus on the stories being told. Right. Get the playwright's stories up there and told, and use cast and creatives from all backgrounds to tell that story mm-hmm. as best as possible. That's how I think we're gonna move forward. And it might take us a while, but yeah. I, it's gotta go in that direction.
0: I just, I feel like I heard a few different people say different things all throughout the night. And it's yes, it's one, bringing new writers to the table. <clears> That's <throat> great. But also, where are we seeing it throughout the whole ceremony? Because it's a lot of the times, and I get it. It's a little not that it's political, but it's like it's a little bit like, hey, we have to get people to watch the televised event, so we have to use names like Lin Manuel and Kelly O'Hara and John Legend up on the stage. But we forget that in Broadway, there's a whole amount of there's a whole pool of talent that, that I seems that like kind of gets forgotten. Yeah. And why are they not getting showcased? Don't just say we're showcasing them as dancers. That doesn't do it for Uh me. Why are we not showcasing them on the stage? Why are we not hearing their voices? I love Kristen Chenoweth and Dina Menzel till the cows come home. But at the same time, I've seen them sing the same song for how many years now? It's a beautiful song. Why don't we have two? Where are the two girls that are in the show right now coming out and singing that song? right. Yeah. Am I wrong? Right, no, and
1: and a lot of it comes down to yeah. This so they need sometimes these stars, you know, and I understand that. It's difficult. I think we we need to. We need to do a little, bit. I think it's a little bit of past, present, future. Yeah. It's a reflection on the past to see Andrew Lloyd Weber and Cheetah Rivera standing up there presenting Best Musical, these living legends. When you see the wall of names of people we've lost in this industry due to COVID or just other causes in the last 18 months, and then you see these legends standing up there, we remember the past. Yeah. Singing Sondheim songs, half of those songs were Sondheim songs, Stephen Schwartz songs. I mean, there's so, just um, all, you know, with we, hearing some of the, these wonderful songs, the present. How are we making an award ceremony work in the present time? We're still making it work. It wasn't all Zoom style. It was in person. And now the future. How do we bounce into the future? What will be coming to Broadway? Yes, I understand we have Mrs. Doubtfire coming to Broadway. Beetlejuice is coming back. The Music Man's I understand that's still coming back. But where I'm seeing a lot of the change, or what I think is going to be coming in the next six to eight months, is the plays. We have some amazing plays coming. Really groundbreaking works where we can get really great stories told. I just hope now we slowly start seeing that in some of the musical theater as well. And yeah. it doesn't just become the movie to the stage. the right. movie, because we,
0: blockbuster theater. Yeah, uh-huh. You know, so that would be
1: interesting for sure. But I
0: do but, think, uh, just to touch one more thing, like I do think Adrienne Warren said it great in her speech when she won the Tony for Tina. She said, there are so many people involved in the show, and they're not in that room. And I, I thought about that for a second, and I was like, Why are they not in the room? Mm -hmm. It is very true. Like, there are people sitting in that front row that don't really deserve to be there, Mm -hmm. that are just there because they have a family member performing Uh or something like that. And it's just like, where are the people that make Broadway? Don't just say money makes Broadway because it's so many other things. The producers fill that award space. Yeah. the talent that mm. keeps them going is absent from well, the ceremony.
1: What I don't what I don't understand as well is you're choosing the Winter Garden Theater to do this award ceremony which is a large theater I don't think it's the largest but you know what it was vacant because Music Man hasn't right. quite loaded in yet so it was ready but you couldn't in a year where there was a lot less shows still rent out that big Beacon Theater or still rent out that Radio City Music Hall mm. and fill that whole upstairs exactly. or, or middle or downstairs you couldn't Fill That whole space with every single performer or crew member who has worked on one of those three nominated musicals or one of those plays and fill and, and they were all able to bring a spouse or a family member yeah. and come and sit and acknowledge that Broadway's back in a theater that's triple that size. I understand money is an issue. Logistics, getting a ton of people in the space is dangerous, maybe. or diff- I don't really know all the logistics, but yeah, you're right. It would have been nice. And so it's tough. At the same time, am I grateful that this is back? Yes, it's nice to see this televised. It's nice to bring this. Hopefully, this helps a lot of people, like tourists, who are a little nervous to come back to New York City
0: and the opportunity to come back. I think it's great seeing things, and we got to see three performances from three great musicals. Even though they're just jukebox musicals, they're still great. You know, you have Jack and Little Pill, you had Moulin Rouge, and you have Tina. Great musicals that were able to show their art on. National television.
1: I I will, and I will, and getting into some of these specific shows, I'm really. I mean, I'll just I'll throw out a few of my favorites that just kind of highlight to me. I'm I'm happy to see Moulin Rouge win the amount of awards it did. I think it's a spectacular production. Um, it's it's beautifully done. When the producer said 400 people work on that show, like it's astonishing. Yeah, in every way, shape, and form. Right. Um, The Inheritance winning the awards that it did. A beautiful, beautiful play. Um, very tragic, but very telling, and it was worth all seven hours to sit through that because it was very long, but it was very, very important. Um, I think the Tina, Adrian Warren playing Tina, that is the whole show. She is the whole show. She yeah. deserves that Tony Award. Um, and then you go to something like Jagged Little Pill with the best book, Diablo Cody. Like, what an original story. What a great book of a musical. Of course that should go to her. Um, like I said, also... Oh, we can't, we can't forget a Christmas Carol winning all the design awards that it did, a spectacularly designed show, gorgeous cool. from the inside and out. To, t- to, to be brave enough to say, I want to put a Christmas Carol play on Broadway. And we've seen 3,000 movie versions and play versions of this show over many, many years. To see that fresh like that was really astonishing. And then one more thing I'll say, and then I'll kind of love to hear some of your highlights. Um, it's Slave Play, the most Tony-nominated play in Broadway history. according to the statistics, doesn't win one Tony Award. Um, That's astonishing to me. That's quite sad. I think it's an amazing play. I don't want to give any spoilers here because I actually did just hear this morning that it is going to be coming back to Broadway for a limited time. If you can go see that, you really should. There's an aha moment halfway through the show where you're like, what is happening? And You don't really realize it until halfway through. And just the way that whole play is spelled out is just really, it's sad that that did not win any Tony Awards. It, it deserved them, um, and it's sad that it didn't. I, I think all the other awards were great. Um, I just would have liked to see Slave Play win a couple things because that's a really, really well-done play.
0: Yeah, Where are you sitting with some of these wins and losses? I'm here? actually happy with most of the wins. I do think that I was expecting Slave Play to win, Uh, I'm still happy that The Inheritance won. I think it could have been a toss between both of them. Uh Both have beautiful messages within the play. And I think both are for you to think after. They're two plays that really are out there for you to be like, hmm, I'm either supposed to be really angry right now and go and act to change in the world. Or I'm supposed to continue to tell stories from the past and that's what i really loved about both of those plays. I know The Inheritance is not coming back to Broadway, but Slate like, Play is coming back. So when you go and see that, hopefully you go and see it and just remember some of those things. Yeah. You know, i i find the best musical category interesting because it was these musicals were supposed to go up to some other big contenders um during this season. Yeah. I'm very happy with Moulin Rouge winning as you know my deep opinion on the movie, movie. to yeah. musical um happenings that this was done well. Mm. And for what it was and what it is, I'm happy that it won. I think it is visually visually beautiful. It deserved all of the design awards that it received from costume to lighting to set. It it was really great not lighting. Did it win lighting?
1: Yes. Best lighting of musical Moulin yeah. Rouge. Yes. Yeah, it
0: did. okay. so I was just like, uh, yeah, this deserved it. I also think that Alex Timbers really deserved it. Mm-hmm. He, this was great. Yes. Um, so
1: other than that... And we can't forget Lauren Patton's win for Jagged Little Pill. What a brilliant performance she gives in that show. I'm really, mm-hmm. really proud of her for that. Um, and her speech was also remarkable, too. I was very impressed. It was,
0: yes. And I know that there's a lot of things circling around Jagged Little Pill right now that we don't really need to get into because it's just about the Tonys, but... Go check out some of that information there because she's getting some feedback now that she shouldn't have accepted the Tony Award from mm. some of the things that she said about oh. some of the drama oh, well, that's going on. Yeah. So we'll, we'll check that yeah. out after. But um, <clears throat> yeah, I just, I'm happy. It, there are great things coming to Broadway. So I hope great things continue to come to Broadway in the musical space and in the play space. I'm really excited about the play categories. A lot of the musicals are still the things that were supposed to come. There hasn't really been a new announcement about anything too, Mm -hmm. too unexpected, but yeah.
1: I think what's also difficult is there, this industry thrives off of live people attending live performances frequently. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Um, I think that this was also an opportunity for the Tony awards committee, as well as CBS and, and Paramount plus to say, Hey, come back to Broadway. It is safe. Totally. You can sit shoulder to shoulder with someone if you're fully vaccinated and you have your mask on the whole time, the cast is fully vaccinated, sit and enjoy a live show. There shouldn't be fear anymore for that. Mm-hmm. I think we have to slowly start realizing that this pandemic is not over yet. It may not be over for a while, but we are having to learn to live with this. Yeah, We have to learn to live with it. There cannot be more, oh, I'll wait another year. Oh, I'll right. wait another year because then it'll be five years. There are 41 Broadway houses, let alone countless off-Broadway and off-off-Broadway houses in the tri-state area. We need people to come back to live theater. And so hopefully this was igniting the flame for people to see these shows again and say, oh, wow, that looks good. I think I want to go see that show. I think I want to go see that show, let alone the other new shows. So I think this was just not the Tony Awards. It was the Tony Awards. Oh, and Broadway's back, as they called it. And Chuck Schumer's there talking about, you know, he's there, acknowledged, I mean, this is... The grants that were given to the industry to get back on its feet, people are working again. This is a wonderful thing. But it is safe. If you do it right and you buy your ticket and you get vaccinated wear your mask, it is a safe place to be. Of course. And we need people to start getting used to that because I think a lot of tourists and a lot of people at bridge and tunnelers and out of town are, I don't know if I'm going to – I'll wait. I'll, there's no more waiting. We waited long enough. The wait is over yeah. and we're back now. And we need to start really acknowledging that. So I think that's what a lot of the Tony Awards did.
0: Yeah, that's, well. and that's all, you know, expected from the Tony Awards. Yeah. And I'm happy to see that people, you can already see that people are going back to the theater somewhat in the area. Yeah. So we're going to need more to come back yep. if we're going to keep it going.
1: Yeah. What were some parts of this Tony Awards overall that you would have liked to see different or that you didn't really enjoy as much that could have been maybe made better? I think...
0: What I would have loved to have seen was just a little bit more. I know it's really hard to say this because everyone's wearing a mask, but like, I just didn't feel the happiness energy there. I feel like everyone's kind of walking around on eggshells within the Broadway theater uh, environment right now. And I'm just I I feel like it's missing that spark that Broadway really was thriving off of Mm. when before we shut down. And I just I think it's don't there, know. It's
1: just hard to see right now, yeah. you know? And I think that we have to realize that it's coming. Yeah. It's going to take a long time.
0: Yeah. Um, and I do think the actual live performances of the shows was absent from the the the, the ceremony. Oh, sure. Seeing them in their environments was great because I think that's needed mm-hmm. for people to see. The, oh, set, yeah, the, the set, the yeah. costume. The Broadway is back and there we go. But it was missing from like being in that room. Yeah. It wasn't there.
1: And then the duets at the end were really wonderful. I know that was the safest thing to do, but they yeah. were handheld mics. It looked very Grammy Awards concert-esque. It was less theatrical because they were holding it microphones singing, and that's fine. I know that that's the safest thing to do right now. Yeah. Um But we'll see, you know, we'll see what what the future is. I think the Freestyle Love Supreme was cool, the wrap-up at the end. That's an interesting thing to come back. The David Burns Utopia, that was a cool moment to see that too. Which is something I want to
0: bring up to you because I was like, do you think we're going to start seeing more theatrical-style concerts or one-man, one-woman shows um, just on Broadway stages? Mm -hmm. I think we will. similar to Springsteen because they're going to just need to – Pack house. I think so, and I think I think
1: that was even happening (laughs) pre COVID for a little while. I think we were seeing a little bit of that with um, Kristen Chenoweth did her one woman show for a couple weeks a couple years ago, and I think we're seeing that, and we're going to see that um, because. Yeah, it's a way for them to sell these Broadway houses and pack them in and make some money and pay the rent. I mean, at the end of the day, this is a business. At the end of the day, these theaters need to pay their bills. They got electric bills to pay. They got heating bills to pay. They got rent to pay. These producers have rent to pay bills have to be paid so yeah they're gonna unfortunately for a little while it might get a little star study hopefully maybe we'll see some stars join some shows but maybe some solo stuff I think the David Burns Utopia thing coming back is really cool it's an opportunity to see something a little different and get some people more comfortable I think Broadway having different things is great yeah. well, how wonderful is that you could have Phantom of the Opera and then down the street you could have six I mean two completely different shows you could go to see what you want to see it's just gonna take a while but I think we're gonna see a lot of those
0: Yeah, for sure so so,
1: uh, oh, the bell is <laughs> rung, and it's time to do our recap here as we get ready to take our places.
0: Um, let's do a quick one-minute scoop. Jeff, one-minute overall thoughts on Tony Words Go. One-minute scoop. I'm happy that Broadway is back, in quotes, as they say. Uh, I loved seeing many of the winners. I love seeing many of the shows perform, and I'm happy that... There is still some sort of motivation coming from the talent that is on Broadway right now to say, don't give up on your dream. Because I think you and I need to hear that sometimes, that right now it's hard, but it's going to get better. Don't give up on your dream. Continue to keep going. Whether people keep telling you, you know, change your career, do something different. No, if you have the drive, which we do, continue to keep going and going. And I'm really excited to be back in a Broadway theater Our first show is still six. I'm really excited for it coming up. Yes, that's my little boop-boop.
1: <laughs> Great. Here's my one-minute one, one minute recap. I did not appreciate the platform being split onto two different platforms. It would have been nice to see it in one place where the majority of people in America could watch it. Um, I hope that people will find those speeches and, and resonate with them as they resonate with you and I. Um, I am proud to be an, an arts educator, an arts worker. A, a, you're an arts worker. We're entertainment business. It always makes me really proud. Our dream is Broadway, and it always reignites like that push and drive even yeah. during the pandemic we're always working so hard and to see the Tony Awards just is a wonderful push in that direction there's some really talented people I, everyone who won is very deserving there were some snubs and I wish that there were some awards given to some people who are snubbed but overall it's good. It's a good step in the right direction let's keep the change going um, let's keep the Tony Awards coming back every year let's get people butts in seats as they say into the theater space um, but overall I really really enjoyed the Tony Awards I always do because it's always a really special special night I always want to just sit and kind of be engaged and watch and observe and I really loved it. So let's get Broadway back as they keep saying and let's um keep going forward. Let's always just keep moving forward keep with the drive, the, the change and the motivation. We have to just keep moving forward.
0: Oh and so, one other thing. Yes. Bravo to Audra and Yes Leslie and Leslie for hosting, I Day they were great. Wonderful
1: hosts. Really wonderful hosts. They were, hosts. They were they charming just around them. Right yeah they did a little bit of everything and that's a big undertaking, you know, for not yeah. being on stage for so long. So nice job. Yay yeah. Well, thank you all so much for listening to our podcast episode today, our special Tony Awards podcast episode. We hope you enjoyed. Please follow at halfhourpodcast on Instagram. That's at halfhourpodcast on Instagram to engage with us, comment, learn more, like our posts and things, and see what we're doing. We always have new episodes coming about new things. We have some new movie musicals coming up, some new Broadway shows coming up. So we wanted to basically highlight the Tony Awards today and give you a little bit of a insight on that. So we hope you enjoyed. Um, and make sure you listen and follow and engage. So thank you all so much um, for joining us today. Signing off for now, I'm Richie. And I'm Jeff. Ta-ta! Bye.